0: Hey guys, I'm Megan and I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. This episode is going to be an entire recap of our trip to Europe, specifically Switzerland, France, and actually also Monaco. Yeah, this lets us talk about it a little bit more than we're going to get to in the vlogs that we post on our YouTube channel, which are in the works. We don't know how many there's going to be. There's probably going to be a lot because I feel like we were just vlogging everything and anything and we didn't go into it knowing what days we were going to group together. So I'm guessing we'll probably have two to three vlogs from Europe, and you should go subscribe to our channel if you haven't already to check those out. Otherwise, we're going to recap stuff in this episode, and we're also going to just talk about things that we noticed that were different between the U.S. and specifically Switzerland and France where we went. And yeah, because this was our first time, other than going to the Bahamas, this was our first time out of the country. So it really was a new experience for us, and We just tended to notice those things where it was like, this is different. So if you are from Switzerland or France or Europe in general, then you might be familiar with some of the things that we're going to talk about, except it might be opposite for you guys because you might be used to that stuff. And if you've been to the US, it might be weird for being the other way around. But before we get into the entire episode, we are going to start off with our weekly spotlight. Now, fair warning, I want to let you guys know if you are listening to this and you didn't know that we posted our PT um application video where we go through from when we started applying back in july all the way through our interviews and getting decisions and stuff where we actually announced where we're going to pt going to pt school if you want to find out where we got in through that video then you should either skip ahead 30 seconds or a minute or something in this episode or go watch that and come back but we're going to announce where we're going to pt school and that's going to be our weekly spotlight for this episode so again leave if you don't want to listen But Sierra and I both got accepted to Iowa. So we found out actually in Europe last Wednesday, yeah, still last Wednesday even when this goes up, and it ended up getting delayed from the initial deadline that they had set. We were supposed to know by January 1st. They extended it to January 16th, and we found out January 15th, I believe, and Mm -hmm. so I honestly was convinced that we were going to get waitlisted. I really just, that's what I felt like was going to happen, but we're so grateful that that wasn't the case and that, I don't know, you'll see in the video we were just like bawling our eyes out pretty much and we were super emotional, but we are so excited to be able to stay here for, you know, two and a half more years. We still have to finish this semester, so I guess it is still kind of like three more years, but yeah. Alright, so on to the actual episode so do you want to start just like talking through things first or talking about the differences let's like get started a little bit and then i feel like there'll be like a time where we want to go into the differences all right but this was our first long long flight i feel like before this i don't remember how long it was to fly to the bahamas but i feel like the longest flight we'd been on was usually like we've been to des moines to phoenix a couple times when we've flown to la and those flights are like four hours and They seem pretty long to me, especially because, like, it's, like, you're still in the U.S., and a four-hour flight, when you're just going to Phoenix, it just is a long time, so I don't know why that specific flight always gets me, but I want to say that's the longest flight we've been on. Like, we've been on... Yeah, I don't think we've been on a flight, like, five hours. Well, you know what? Minneapolis to... We We flew from Minneapolis to the Bahamas, but I swear that was still shorter. I don't know. I didn't... I feel like I wasn't, like, shocked at the flight time. I don't know, if you like five hours, i be like, ah. Yeah. So anyways, this was, on the way there, we flew from Chicago to Zurich, Switzerland, and it was an eight-hour flight there. On the way back, it was ten hours just because of, like, winds and stuff. But I'll be honest, I kind of am shocked at how unbothered I was by it. Like, it was a long flight, don't get me wrong, but I did surprisingly well, I think. I think so, too. My back kind of started to hurt after a while. I also, like, didn't get up out of my seat once during that flight. Which I could have done if I wanted to, like, stretch out my legs or, like, walk around a little bit. But I was just like, no, I'm fine. I also had no idea that we were getting, like, little pillows and, like, blankets that we could use. I was just like, wow, how thoughtful of them. Also, we almost had a nightmare before getting on the plane um, because of Sierra's suitcase. Yeah, I have an Away suitcase and they have lithium batteries in them. Which, I don't even use the battery in it. So, like, I kind of just, like, slipped my mind. Like, is it a portable mind. charger? I literally don't even know what it I is. I think it is, but I don't use it. And so we're, like, about to board and they were like, are there any lithium batteries in here? Because if there are, you have to take them out. So I was like, yeah, like, let me get it out. And the way that this battery is supposed to pop out, you're supposed to like push down and then it pops out. And mine worked perfectly fine. And then I was like, I pushed down and I was like, it just like stayed down. And I was like, it's not coming out of the suitcase. And like, no one could get it out. And so I was freaking out because they weren't saying what to do. We were literally the last ones, like, on the plane everyone else was on the plane we were the last ones waiting to still board because we couldn't figure out sierra's suitcase i just wish that they would have been like a little more clear it's like megan was like literally asking do we have to go get her a new suitcase like we were because they did mention they're like it like might not be able to go on the plane that's what they said and we're like well we're not gonna let that happen let us go get another suitcase so we can put her stuff in because there's a suitcase thing like place that we could have theoretically bought a suitcase really close to the gate so i was like if we have to like we will go buy something quick and like shove all her stuff in but they weren't like helping us out with what to do so i was very stressed out but then they just said that they would let it slide and that it could go as a carry-on on the plane luckily honestly they probably should have just like been aware of this because you would think that i don't know that airline people would have these little life hacks if you ever have that issue Suitcases we found out because when we got to Zurich and landed the first thing we did when we got to the hotel was figure out What was wrong with the stupid battery so we wouldn't run into that issue on the way back or on other flights and If you open up this open up the suitcase and Unzip the side that has the lithium battery at least on a Way suitcases But i'm guessing most of them probably have this as a safety feature Then you can unzip it and get access to the battery and pop it up from the inside Yeah, and it came out super easy so that was a small issue but literally sierra's heart was i mean my heart was pounding i was yeah. like uh what are we supposed to do and i was like i felt like it was my fault but i was like i didn't do anything i just like tried to get my battery out but like it didn't come out <laughs> and so. it, it was like that before i thought it was like that when you opened it it was already down a little bit i don't know maybe i'm just making that up but I like know, i, I swear really it was already much about it and i was trying to pop it working. out so and that and was our, like has it been like this and i was like i've literally never tried to like i haven't touched that battery before like This was our first flight that we'd been on with the suitcases, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, So that was kind of a yikes moment. Also, going back a little bit, so we flew from Des Moines to Chicago. We bought those tickets after the fact just because we didn't want to drive, and we got a pretty okay price on those tickets. We bought, like, basic, basic economy on them. And then, since we didn't buy them together, they didn't have, like, good connections or anything. So we were in the airport for, like, six hours between that flight and flying to Zurich. It actually didn't take I'm that long. You, it seemed fine. We played our two unlock games, which are like the escape games. That's like a games. highlight of my winter break. Um do we talk about this in a podcast? I think so. Um if you've never heard of the game Unlock, it's a card game. It kind of takes a little bit of trial and error to get used to how it works. But yeah. I think they're oh my super God, it's fun. so fun. Like the bad Literally thing the is that once you, you play, can get to an escape room without being in an escape room. Like those other escape room games, I think they're Trash. just they try too hard and it's too much It's too hard to use those in a non-room scenario, so the card version is just really nice. Mm -hmm. So, if you've never heard of Unlock, it's super fun, and I want to get more. The bad thing is that when it's those games, then you have to, like, only use it once, and then you have to, like, buy more, so that's the one downside of it, but still super fun. But we played that, and then we boarded our flight after the little panic attack, and then, yeah, we had, it was weird because we left at, like, 7 p.m. in Chicago, and we knew we were going to land in, like, in Zurich at around 11 a.m., so it was, like, we knew we had to try and sleep on the plane, or at least, like, as much as possible, because that was going to be our sleep for the night. I think I slept for maybe three hours on the plane, if yeah. that. I did surprisingly well the next day, though, although I, like, crashed kind of hard when we went back to the hotel at the end of the day, but it was, like, I didn't know. I This is, like, Probably dumb after the fact, but I didn't know you got meals on the plane. I don't know what I thought they were going to do, like starve us, but they give you a nice little dinner meal. And then after a couple of hours, they gave us like a breakfast meal because theoretically it's supposed to be breakfast because it's the morning now. And then we landed in Zurich and there wasn't really any turbulence or anything, so I wasn't super freaked out or anything. I will say it was a little discouraging to wake up the morning of our flight and see that an air- an airplane had been shot down. Yeah. I was a little... I was a little nervous, honestly. And well, then like, I, was... <laughs> I knew it was, you know, world tensions going on, mm-hmm. uh, which seems since to have simmered down. So I'm happy about yeah. that. But when that was going on, like when it was like all anyone was talking about, I'm sure it's not resolved. We're yet. talking about Iran, U.S. stuff, by the way. I'm sure it's not resolved. But like it's been honestly on the back burner and I haven't heard any news on it. I get super, super nervous about the stuff that I like avoid looking at anything related to it at all costs. But I go on my Twitter explore page pretty frequently, like multiple times a day, I woke up the day of our flight, I checked my Twitter Explorer, and I was like, ooh, oh no, I don't like that, um, obviously our flight was totally safe and fine, no issues there, but yeah, first day in Zurich, I think that we'll do probably just like semi-quick recap, if anything sticks out, we'll talk about it a little more, But first day in Zurich, we didn't have anything too big planned because I didn't know how bad our jet lag was going to be. So I was like... for crashing at the hotel if necessary. I wasn't like banking on having to do this much stuff during our first day there. But we landed, we figured out the train station, so I already looked up beforehand that we were going to be taking the train from the airport to our hotel, and so we figured that stuff out. I love the Swiss train system so much. It took a little bit of getting used to at first, but there's an app which made it super easy. And if I were to do it again, I'd probably have a better understanding of, like, you know, Swiss travel pass that I could have bought that got me, like, more bang for my buck. Because I did that for one portion of the trip, but not another portion. But it all ended up working out fine, and I think that it's a really convenient way to get around. And the app made it, like, tell me exactly what route we had to take. So we figured out how to get from the airport to the hotel pretty easy, and then we could walk from from the train station to our hotel, and we went back and forth between our train station and the hotel a lot. One thing that I thought was really cool was that the main Zurich train station has like this shopville, like shopping center in it, and so there's just a lot of it's stuff ascension. in it. It's essentially like you can literally honestly, go shopping, and like there's restaurants, food it's places. It's like all. it. I never quite figured out how to get around it. Honestly, it's that big and it's all underground. So yeah, I just think I was it's trying so to cool. figure out, we'd be like, I picture us being, like, little, like, prairie dogs, like, popping out of, like, the ground when it's, like, we'd go up <laughs> yeah. the stairs and be, like, Wrong where are we spot. at? And then we go back down and try and find, like, the stairs to actually get to, like, the place. there was, like, a hotel. closest staircase to get to a hotel, but then there's obviously, like, a bunch of different ways you can exit, so you can be at different parts in the city. And so we'd get a little confused with that. But overall, we ended up figuring out. Once we got above ground, we could usually at least be, like, where are we at? Mm-hmm. If we have to walk from here, we can. Um, we also went to... Well, we were supposed to go to Lindenhof, which is a lookout um, that kind of gives you a nice view of Zurich. And I thought we were at Lindenhof because I saw some sort of lookout. So we went up and I was like, this doesn't quite look like the pictures that I saw on Google Maps. It gives you essentially the same view, I think. But I think once we were on the other side of the river after the fact, I looked over and I could actually see where we were supposed to be. And it was not where we were at. But we made it to a lookout. We were like, we weren't going to walk all the way back over there just to, like, say we went to the right spot. Um, But we pretty much just spent the first day walking around Old Town and just, like, see what they had. Altstadt. Yeah. He's my German. Um, And then we also were on the Bonhofstrasse, which it's just called Bonhofstrasse, but that is train station street. And they have super expensive stores. So, I mean, I wasn't, I don't care about the super expensive stuff, but I think it is kind of cool to walk around on, like, such a, famous street still, and, yeah. like, you see all those, like, Cartier, Gucci, a bunch of stores that we still have in the U.S., but it's still cool, I think. Our mom did walk into Louis Vuitton, I think, and did we go into a store or no? I don't. I get forever. very, uh, self-conscious going into stores like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, mom. I'm with my mom. Don't ask uh, me anything. Don't, don't talk to me. Um, and then after that, we got... Lunch at, or not lunch, it was more dinner. What was it called? It was a burger place. I will say, my simplicity. Oh, it was just called The Butcher. That's what it was. Oh. My simplicity in taste, especially for more American food, had me struggling in Europe. There's just little tweaks that would be made. Like, I would be trying to find, I'll be honest, I was trying to find the most American food I could possibly find because I'm not good at trying new foods because I'm like, if I don't like this, then I'm out of the money and it's expensive to eat in Switzerland. So I was trying to find food where I knew I would like it. You know, I think that makes sense. I know. Don't come for us. Okay. We're trying to like, have simple Satiate taste. ourselves. Yeah. And just certain pla- like if I was trying to get a burger, you guys, like if you're in Switzerland, you add stuff to burgers that just like, I don't feel like Shouldn't belongs either. on the burgers. And I would try to eat it and like, it didn't taste bad. It would taste good enough for me to eat, but it just like, wasn't as good as, you know, a burger that I'd be eating here that's, like, an American burger, honestly. I'm just not used to it, probably. I'm sure you guys would come here and think, like, that our burgers were gross, and then, like, ketchup is sweeter, I swear, and I'm always someone that, like, dips my fries in ketchup, and so if the fries aren't salty enough, then, like, the ketchup kind of helps save it, you know, but I would, like, dip my fries in ketchup, and it just, like, wouldn't taste as good, and I'd be, like, I'm trying to enjoy these fries so bad, and it just, like, isn't as good as, It is here. And then also, the Cokes tasted a little different. Not bad. Like, I do like American Coke better, but I didn't think the Coke there was gross. I still drank it, and it was good. I just thought it was interesting because Coca-Cola is so known for having their their iconic recipe. Although I did say, because we asked about this on our um, According to Podcast Instagram... And some people were saying it's because the water is different, and then someone else said it's because they have different laws with how much sugar can be and stuff, and so they have to, like, adjust the recipe for that. So I never looked into, like, whether those were accurate or not, but that's what a couple people said the difference was. Um, And then in France, it tasted a little bit bit different too. So the Coke is different everywhere, it seems. Yeah. American Coke is the best Coke because that's the way it was intended. Also, I think... (laughs) Let's go ahead and jump into the differences now because... Starting with our first experience eating out was when we really started noticing some differences, so we'll go ahead and start. I don't know if that's going to be the first one on the list, but we've got a decent list, I think. All right, so the first thing that we noticed was, like, all of the... I mean, I put, like, I think they say soda over there. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a different language. I don't know what they call it, but I'll say pop because we say pop. Um, all of the pop is served in front of you and in, in a can or a bottle of some sort, So, as, like, in America, they, like, you know, if you want Coke, they'll, like, go fill it up in a fountain, usually, and then they just bring the glass to you. Um, But over there, they bring the glass to you separately, and then they bring the bottle, and they pour it out in front of you.
1: And And then then they leave
0: the bottle. Leave you (laughs) with that. They also served it with lemon sometimes, which is something that I don't think anyone does here in the U.S. And wasn't there something else with that? I actually kind of like that in a little...
1: The like lemon. kind of i thought it was yeah you know, i thought it was fun I don't
0: think it, it tasted that much different but i thought it made it seem a little fresher and <laughs> zesty and so it was good i liked it but that's also not- when there was fountain drinks we were at like our uh when were there fountain drinks at the like buffet at the ski place when we were skiing oh okay yeah when we were when you fill up your cup i don't know if this is all places in europe but it's the first time i've ever se- i've ever seen this It, like, doesn't have two separate things for the syrup, and then the water, it has in, like, one, and it just, like, takes turns, so if you, like, look at it, it's, like, water syrup, water syrup, water syrup, just, like, on top of each other. Whereas in the U.S., it just merges together into one, and just Coke comes out. Yeah. So that was different. And then the other biggest thing was, so we were at our restaurant the first night. We had ordered our food. We were enjoying our meal, and... We had even gotten dessert because we got a lot of cakes. And so, at this point, it was like, we've been there a while, and we were done with our food. And the waitress was just not coming back to us at all. Like, I think we were waiting for, like, 45 minutes, kind of still talking because we were just, like, having conversation. But after, like, 45 minutes of waiting, we are kind of like, it's really been a while, and we're ready to go now. <laughs> and so, I don't remember if you looked it up beforehand or... I think I just, like, recalled that they don't come up to you. So we were, like, we ended up obviously getting her attention and getting the check, but that became a common, like, it was annoying for us just because we're not used to that. Um, In the U.S., waitresses and waiters are very, like, on top of checking in on you, do you need anything else that I can help you with, do you want desserts, are you ready for the check, like, that's stuff that they just are on top of and asking, and then eventually, if you get the check and pay, you can still pay and yeah. stay at the table as long as you want. There's usually no rush, but there I think it's more so you talk as long as you want beforehand, and then when you're done, ask for the check and leave. I think that's what the difference is, but it was like you have to like be on top of asking for the check yourself, and then on top of that, everywhere that you pay with a card, they bring the card reader to you, which some places in the U.S. do that, but I think it's still more common in the U.S. for they give you your check, you put your card on the check, they take both of those away to the register, and then pay with your card there, and then they bring it back to your table. And then, obviously, there's tipping in the U.S., and there's not really tipping, at well, least, okay. like, as much. okay, if you live over there, let me know how it works, because, like, for the first restaurant, I was like, are we not supposed to tip here? Because, like, isn't that offensive in Europe? So, I tried looking it up, and I think that it said, like, 10% of 10% something. is, like, plenty, What our, is what our mom looked up, I think. And then, otherwise, like, just round to the nearest, like, dollar- or whatever. Yeah. So I got very self conscious. but if, like you know, let me me know we will will probably go back to to in the the or other countries, so let us know what your tipping etiquette is. In America, it's supposed to be wherever you go, like, 15 to 20 percent is the minimum, usually, like, you're expected to tip everywhere, otherwise, people say, like, don't got to eat if you're not going to tip, so, mm-hmm. um, but also, from, like, it was cheaper to eat, it's cheaper to eat here than it is in Switzerland, so I don't know if that plays into how much tips, work at all i know the money's not going to the waiters and waitresses i think that has to do with like tariffs and stuff and that's why the food's more expensive there i don't know but every time we went we went out to eat i was like oh my goodness this is so much more expensive than it is in the u.s like we got mcdonald's and it was like for me Sierra, and our mom it ended up being 40 swiss francs which was even more in usd probably like 45 to 50 dollars. that's a lot of for three people <laughs> for mcdonald's yeah So, it's crazy. Um, the other thing, oh god, the other thing, uh, no free refills. That was hard for me. I got used to it, I guess, but. Well, I ended up picking up this little, like, life hack, I guess, because, like I said, they bring the bottles out to you, and they only ever pour, like, the bottom part of the glass full. They keep it light. And so, that's what I was, like, pretending was, like, my refills. I would drink, like, the little bit of pop that I had in the glass and be like, okay, a refill, but I'd just, like, fill it up a little bit again. It really made me savor my... Coke. So I, I got had pretty to good about it. Meal. Usually, I feel like I just like chug it on down because I'm like they'll just bring more. But I actually learned how to like savor one. If you've been glass. to the U.S. and you're from Europe, let me know how you think the free re- like. Are you like just genuinely like so happy and like blessed that they give you free refills? Because I would be like, how nice would it be? Like normally that doesn't happen, and then you come to America and it's like you just get free refill, free refill. Obviously not for like alcoholic drinks. That is something you have to pay for. But like water, I mean you have to pay for water over there? They bring it in a bottle, so wouldn't you have to? Water is free here because they just use it from the tap. You would have to pay for water. We paid for water when we got it at that holy cow place because it was in a bottle. Yeah. So that's interesting, too. Water is free here because it comes from the tap. That's the other thing is that um, you guys drink it, like, sparkling over there a lot of the time. Our mom. Literally no, <laughs> one, no one drinks sparkling water here. Literally it's no gross. one. That's why. Um, our mom, the first place we (laughs) went to, this was the first, yeah, the first night we were there. Um, she just asked for water and at restaurants after the fact, they would usually ask still or sparkling, but she didn't ask that at this restaurant. So our mom just asked for water and she was brought a glass and you could tell it was kind of sparkling, I think. And then our mom drank it and she was just like,
1: what is going on? That
0: is not good. And then it dawned on us that we remembered hearing or seeing somewhere that, they drink sparkling water and not usually tap water, so that was interesting. I tried it myself because I was out of my coke and we ordered dessert and I needed something to, like, wash the dessert down, so I was like, mom, I'm gonna drink your sparkling water, even though it's gross, and then I tried it and I was like, this is disgusting. It tastes like mineral, like, not mineral water, water because that's good. It tastes like metal water. It tastes, ugh, not good. All right, the next thing, you'll have to let me know if this is just, like, a me issue because I'm from the U.S. and was in switzerland but i did not have like a twitter explore page that had anything worth looking well, what's at. gonna suck is if they are just in europe they're not gonna know what you're talking about if it was like what i mean is. is when i'm on my twitter explore page like the top has like a picture, a picture or something with like a news title Text on it. it like the then, like, top story it's like the top story and it's like an actual story yeah. that you can go through on tweets and stuff but when i was over there i didn't have that it was just like hashtag switzerland is trending or like China was trending a lot like it seemed just like a lot less relevant stuff than global news and I'm guessing that it's just because like I don't honestly know like why it would have to do with like me being in a different country but you guys will have to let me know because otherwise that's like a useless Twitter explore page because I missed going on it like that's what I go to when I'm bored I'm like what's going on yeah in the world so let me know what your Twitter explore page looks like and then it returned to normal once you're back in the U.S. yeah um, next one, I don't know if this is like a big thing, but I noticed in two places that we went to, they served their French fries in little newspaper cones. I thought that was a funny one. I think process. that I noticed that for like the first two restaurants we went to and I was like, Oh my god, that must be a thing they do here. It so was I was like, Sierra, write day. it down. Yeah. And then it honestly didn't end up being at every single place we were at. So I'm sure it was just a design choice. Um also I have a quick question. So I have a general sense of how the EU works and whatnot. And so when we first got there, I knew that based off of everything I'd been looking at that Switzerland uses Swiss francs because that's what all the prices were listed in. So why is it that Switzerland is a part of the EU, but they don't use euros? I just don't know. I don't understand why. So if you're from Switzerland or if you just know that and I don't, then you should let me know because our mom got there and she's like, oh, I should get some, like I should get some different currency while i'm here just to have some cash which honestly wasn't necessary they used cards for everything so you could just use your card and it's fine but um our mom was using the machine and she was like should i get like euros or swiss well chf is what it was listed chf at. was so what was it, like, it was listed at, and i knew that because i'm the one that was looking up all the prices and stuff so i was about to say to do that and so was like probably euros and then her mom just hit <laughs> euros and i was like uh and then I didn't really say anything because so I was like, maybe it doesn't matter. And then the guy next to us was doing it in person. He's like, I'll have this many Swiss francs. And we're like, oh, we probably should have gotten Swiss francs if that's what he was asking for. And so anyways, I just don't know the difference. I know there's a difference, but I'm like, why is there a difference? Uh, the next one is that in Switzerland, they'll eat outside, I guess, when no matter the temperature because all of their outdoor seating was still set up. The only difference was that they had like blankets laid out on the chairs and like little fur things laid out. What amazes me is that like people love eating outside here too. Don't get me wrong. It's a great experience. And so people do that when it's nice out and even if it's a little chilly out but usually we also have like deck heaters and that makes it much more enjoyable. And I was amazed at how many places people would be eating outside at and there also wouldn't be deck heaters. And it's cold there all the time or at least like more of the time than it is here. So I was like why don't you guys invest in deck heaters? Is that not a I know it's a thing over there. At least one place had them. Mm-hmm. Well, that was so, in Nice. Oh. Maybe Switzerland doesn't have deck heaters. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, wow, you guys are eating outside and it's like 50 degrees. Like, I'm going I don't inside. think anyone would do that. I mean, maybe in like some states, but certainly not in Iowa, we're not doing that. And like the blankets are outside, but the blankets are cold because it's outside already. So we were walking around Zermatt and like that's when I really noticed it because it was definitely colder there than it was in Zurich. And I was like... You guys are really eating outside right now, and it's freezing. I'm going to be going inside and enjoying the heat. So, that was another interesting thing. Next one is that they made you sign pretty much every receipt ever. So, like, they would just print it out after you paid, and they'd be like, sign this, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that used to be a thing more in the U.S., and now it's not. Like, you don't, I don't sign anything, like, ever. But we used to. Like, I think right now in the U.S., it depends on the place you go. I feel like if you're at more of a mom-and-pop Place but, like, they tend times. to do that, but usually you don't have to sign when you use your credit card, but yeah, you had to when you're up there. All right, and then we have uh, on the wall, all of the switches were buttons instead of switches, so like for light switches, we have like an you actual know, little, switch, like, whereas switch. you guys had a ton of buttons, and also the toilets had buttons on the walls instead of like, I don't, is there like a handle, I guess, is what you call it? <laughs> Toilet handle. <laughs> Toilet handle, duh. Um, but yeah, you like guys the toilets come out of the wall and like are attached on the wall rather than being like a whole thing. Yeah. Like a whole toilet, which I already knew they were different in the first place, but. You guys, okay. Also, I didn't write this down, but like they don't have like toilet seats in some of their toilets. Yeah. I was like, this isn't very comfortable. Like I'm just kind of sitting on a ledge. Like it felt like airport. I was sitting on like, if you have like the toilet seat, seat up, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So what's up with that guys? And it's only on some of them. Some of them do have toilet seats and some of them don't. But, like, I don't think there's, like, ever in the U.S., like, I don't think I've ever been anywhere that hasn't been a toilet seat. Yeah. So, I thought that was weird. I was um, going to say something and then I forgot. But, anyways, continue. Then, the next one, when we were traveling and flying between uh, Switzerland and France, no one checked our ID or passport at all. Is that true? Yeah. Remember we, like, went through, you pay, show your ticket. Okay, yeah, you're correct. You only had to show your boarding pass, and that was it to get through, like, to the terminal area or gate area, but we kept waiting for there to be, like, another checkpoint where you have to show your ID, passport, anything, and it didn't happen. Never came up. Which is just so weird because even though it's, like, domestic, kind of, for you guys, like, in the EU, like, even in the States, like, when you're flying domestic, you have to show your ID. The States. (laughs) The States, you know. (laughs) And I know, I think that in general, the US probably has stricter airport security stuff, and so maybe that's why, like, maybe that's just, it's not a stress. I was just there. like, you guys don't care who I am? You trust that I am who I say I am? Like, theoretically, any name could be on the boarding ticket. Yeah. But I guess maybe they're like, and? <laughs> I don't What's know. the difference? I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Uh, the last thing that I have written down is that in France, you had to pay to use the bathroom. What is up with that? Like, see, we were at a mall, and Sierra was like, you know, because me and my mom were in Pandora. She was trying to find a charm for her bracelet, and Sierra was like, I gotta go to the bathroom I'm going to go find one. And she came back, and I was like, she must have gone to the bathroom. And, and then I was like, like, I didn't even go to the bathroom. And then you're like, why? And I was like, because I had to pay for it. And, like, I had my wallet, so I could have paid. But then I was like, I'm, I'm not, not paying to use the, the use the bathroom. You're close to our hotel, so she just waited. I just, I think that happened in two different places, so I don't know if it depends on where you're at. Maybe there's some free public restrooms, but... That is so insane That's to me. That's not a thing in the U.S. I don't think there's a single restroom where you would have to... But like There was teaser. a turnstile. I was like, excuse me? Like, sometimes, I think the closest we would have to that is, you know, restrooms only being available to employees or paying customers, but
1: come on,
0: not a turnstile to get into in, a bathroom. In a mall? Do you know how many people are in a mall and have to go to the bathroom, probably? So, that was weird. Great business venture for them, though. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um, uh, I think we can kind of skip past the first day, because that's, like, all we did, and I think we crashed early because jet lag kind of caught up mm-hmm. to us, and then the next day is when we left to go to Zermatt. Uh, really a highlight of the trip. It was so much fun. Uh, Zermatt is, like, within the Swiss Al- Swiss Alps, kind of, and it was a three-hour train ride uh, from Zurich to Zermatt. And again, at that point, we had figured out the app and stuff, so it was super easy figuring mm-hmm. out how to get super there. Super chill. I love just riding the trains, and I even knew, like, before we left, I was like, I feel like I'm gonna really just, like, like, sitting on the train. And, well, like, we've been on, like, we've already gone on train rides, like, just as Fun stuff to do in the U.S. Like, in Colorado, they have yeah. trains on, like, in the gorge. So, it's just, like, I like train rides. um. And so, I was, like, I think I'll really like traveling by train. So, it was really good. It just, like, made time fly. But also, like, it's just, like, a type of travel. You don't feel like you're, like, traveling. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. And that I was confused about. Why were there multiple different types of outlets within one country? I think it was just two. Well, still, there's only one in the U.S. Like, why don't, <laughs> I don't, why don't know. they just pick one? Our mom bought this... Giant conglomerate of a an adapter an adapter from Amazon that had you wouldn't believe how many different things it had to try and allow you to adapt your U.S. outlet to European outlets and it said it would work for like all outlets. We get to the what Hotel. what one was it? It was in Zermatt. We get to Zermatt. We are looking at the outlets and we are like we got to charge up and we're like okay this one didn't work that was working in Zurich which was already kind of odd because Zurich is in the same country as Zermatt. But we were like, okay, let's try some of these other ones. And the other ones looked like they might work, but they See, didn't. I didn't think any of them did. You and Mom were like, this one looks like it should work. And I was like, no, it doesn't. No, I'm saying they looked close, but they weren't it. Okay, well, because there's like a circle one with like two prongs, and then there's a three-prong weird like one. pentagon-shaped one. Anyways, I, so we had to buy a different adapter, which it was $60 for and one l- let adapter. Let us know why that was $60, and then she went and bought a different thing for like 5 Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what was was going on there. It was crazy. uh, Zermatt was really cool. It was, like, a really small, like, if you imagine, like, Hallmark movie, Christmas time kind of town, that's exactly what it felt like. I have stuff saved on my (laughs) travel highlight on my Instagram. Um, there was, like, no cars in there. The only thing they had, like, that was car-esque were taxis that would take people from the train station to... They had horse-drawn carriages. The hotels. The noise that the carriages made when they were walking check out was my was like a sound story. effect from like a christmas movie it warmed my heart and it was just cool because you enter the city by train i'm pretty sure that's the only way you can get there and so it'd be cool to see like the trains would land and like at certain points when you'd just be walking around town you like land? knew a train <laughs> whatever it pulled into the station <laughs> a train would show up <laughs> and like everyone would be like going down like the streets with their suitcases because they just got there and so I just thought it was funny because you'd be like, the train must have just gotten here. Yeah. Also, one thing that was tr- difficult, just like being in a different country and not having any service, is just like we relied on our Wi Fi so much. And we're like, well, yeah. if we didn't have Wi Fi, we we're like, we'll figure something out, I guess. Because there's Wi Fi surprisingly in a lot of places, though. I know, but we'll get to something in a little bit. Uh, first day, we were planning on going to Boggitting. We ended up kind of getting settled and like doing our thing. We went and grabbed lunch somewhere. And then we're like, you know, okay. we were being nice and leisurely with it. Yeah, we're like, let's go tobogganing now. It was like three o'clock. No, so it wasn't. It was
1: actually it was. was three.
0: It was three o'clock. Um, so we went and bought like we rented some snow pants and a coat because we like didn't bring like snow clothing. Um, and we went to the train station. This is like a slightly different one to get up the mountain. I will say because if you're trying to some reason go to Zermatt and go do what we did, I'll give you like. As much info within a podcast that's digestible to try and help you out because i thought it was kind of confusing when we were looking stuff up but after the fact i don't think it's confusing so to go tobogganing you need to look up gornergrat g-o-r-n-e-r-g-r-a-t and that's the train station you leave from and you have to buy like a tobogganing ticket which i won't even worry about until you get to the station because you can just buy it from there the catch is you have to do it in the morning. Or something closer to like 12:15 because after that it's gonna be too late and you can't go, which is what happened to us on that day. They're like, it's too late, you can't go tobogganing because it closes at 3:30, even though it didn't say that anywhere online. So that's gonna be helpful for like the one person that's listening to this that is gonna go there. Yeah. Um. So we decided, you know, no worries. That was like my whole motto for this trip was just like it was a little. Don't let anything. Okay. Bother you. We were upset at first. Like I think it was pretty obvious. But then I was like, that's okay. We're gonna just still make use of the trip, obviously, like one bad thing happened. <laughs> I'm like, the trip isn't ruined you guys. It's okay. <laughs> um, I actually think after the fact it ended up being a blessing in disguise Same. because instead of skiing for two days, we only ended up skiing for one day, which was plenty for me, you guys. It really was. So we ended up just, we ended up just deciding to take the train up anyways and go all the way to the top of the Gorner Grat, which we weren't planning on doing. Yeah, we wouldn't have done that anyways, like um, at any point. Because there's like three stops on the mountain. The first one is... Well, there's a couple stops, but the main like ones... Like the main ones are... Riffelberg, then Rotenboden, and, and then, then the Gorner Grat. Grat. So we went all the way to the top of the Gorner Grat and just like... And you just take a train up. Around. The train had Wi-Fi, you guys. That was amazing. Incredible. Um, and I just like looked around. It was probably a half hour, I think, to the top. Yeah. Um, and like they had telescopes so you could look through see some of the mountains they have like the mountains labeled too in the telescope so that was kind of cool and like we just got to like have a chill first day go we're just top. really trying to enjoy the view and it was like super sunny and just like the weather obviously it's like cold but it wasn't freezing it was just like i was perfect. never bothered by like Me the temperature it was as perfect as it could be for winter like the sun for, was like, shining ski it wasn't town. like blizzardy like it was just super bright sunny all the like the whole time you're we there it was perfect I think it's, like, prime skiing season two. So. I will say, like, this entire trip, almost until, like, we got to probably France, I was crashing, like, every night at, like, 6. Yeah. I don't know if it was the jet lag or just, like, the activities were, like, wearing me out, but I was out. And, like, those naps that I took over there, like, literally didn't feel like, they, like, naps. They felt like I was, like, sleeping. Like, I was ready to, like, be out for the night. And, and they so, really good naps. <laughs> Then we went back down and... We were staying at a hotel called Hotel Alpina. I'd recommend it. It was cute. I think it was one of the more affordable places there. You could get a really nice place. Some I think there was at least a hotel or two like on the mountain, so if you're there for skiing, that could probably be a really good place to stay. But what was interesting was so the hotel that we were at uses an actual door key, which the key itself was a weird-looking key. Yeah, it was like it had dots. like holes in it or something. Like it was a key-shaped kind of but dots instead of, like, grooves on the edge. It was weird. And so you would have to lock the, or unlock the door, and then you have to, like, lock the door from the inside too to, like, lock people out of your room. And then if you were leaving, they told us to, like, put our key back in a cubby by the front desk so that, like, I'm guessing it was so we wouldn't lose it and probably because housekeeping uses the same key to clean your room, but I just couldn't help but think the whole time that anyone could just walk up and take the key and go into my room but i think they really just trust people a lot there and so and it really does feel like a safe town like yeah. never once was i concerned walking Which is around why get to something even else at night Later. like it was just completely super safe it's super touristy everyone's walking around so it's definitely a good i'd recommend going to zermatt if yeah. you're next time to visit was our tobogganing day and i was so excited for this like this is like probably like, the one thing before like leaving to go on the trip that i was like i am so excited to go tobogganing and honestly it was like harder than i thought it'd be a little bit scarier <laughs> it's not just flooding you thought guys. It would be. um it took a little bit of trial and error to figure out how exactly to steer the toboggan i don't think i even fully ever got it but i mean i was like kind of worried that i'd be like what if it's like kind of boring it's not boring guys it's like a you have ride to be for your focused. life <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so it was fun but i would get kind of scared honestly yeah. it's not for like i would see little kids going down it, yeah. And i'd be like I don't know how you guys are going down. Like, if I was a parent, I don't think I would trust my kid to go down this. Um, And then, like, at the very bottom, this is when we had issues, guys. This is my – did I get hurt on the first one? I think I you did. You fell off on the first one. you got Okay, hurt. first one, I remember now. First one, I was kind of like – I felt like in the beginning, it was not too bad. So, I was, like, really kind of getting a feel for it and doing pretty good. And I already told myself that I did not want to – like, stop and, like, take pictures and videos the first time around. Just, like, I wanted to enjoy my first ride down. I think we might have stopped, like, a little bit because whatever. But, so, after the fact, I think after we took pictures in front of the Matterhorn, because we had, had a good stopping point, And we got there super early, like, the beginning of the day. There's so, no we were the there. only ones there at that time. So, we stopped in the middle of the run, took pictures with a good spot on the hill for the, so you could see the Matterhorn in the background, which is the giant mountain in Zermatt and then after that I was like I just want to try and like ride as fast as I can down the hill and our mom was going super slow because she was keeping it safe Zero was a little bit behind me and so I was just like going full speed I thought safely because I was doing pretty good but the last turn on this toboggan run so like 90 degrees to the left a steep turn and I only like semi knew how to use my feet to steer where I was going and I was going fast and so I don't want to sound, like, make this sound more dramatic than it is, but when it's turning, it turns to the left to finish off, and you're going fast, and it's a sharp turn, and it's not, like, a cliff by any means, but there's, Cliff the is end, a, a huge overstatement. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, it's, like, so. it what drops down. <laughs> at the end of the track, it drops down where, like, the track is done probably, like, I don't know, four feet or something, maybe. It's, like, slanted, and then they have, like, an orange plastic fence to try and, like, stop you if you were to fall down the hill. And so I was like, it's a big enough hill where I was like, I don't want to follow my sledge down the hill with me. And so I was like, I'm just going to jump off the toboggan and avoid going down, and my sledge will just fall down, and I'll get it after the fact. And so I tried doing that, and then I didn't get a very good jump off. (laughs) And so my toboggan (laughs) hit my tailbone (laughs) I don't know what part of the toboggan hit me, but it doesn't matter because it hurt. And I really was just like, I did not just do that. (laughs) I did not just hurt myself on the very first toboggan run of the day. And like, you know how when you first hurt yourself, you kind of like, you don't know the extent to like how bad it is. It was like, I really had to just be like, am I hurt just a lot right now? Or is this like going to be a more serious thing? And I really couldn't tell. I was, like, thinking about... Our mom bought, like, this traveler's health insurance thing. <laughs> I was, like, am I going to have to go to the doctor and, like, get my tailbone figured out? <laughs> it hurt a lot at the beginning. But then, you know, after the initial shock wears off, it felt much better later on. And I could still ride the toboggan later on. It was fine. Yeah. So, we did a few more toboggan rides. still we a little sore, though. We it the whole day. Um, but we, like, went a few times. And we went and stopped at lunch in Riffleburg. Uh They just had, like, a buffet thing going on. Uh. Their food was pretty good on, like, the mountains, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then we went back I will say, it was not the same place that mom... So, in German, fries uh, is Pommes frites or something like that. I might not have a good accent, but uh, our, mom, our mom went up, and they speak perfectly good English. She could have just said that she wanted the fries, but I think she said, can I have the frites? <laughs> and then the guy was like, the fries. So, yeah. Um, And then after that, we went to bargaining some more, and... We all decided what our last run was because we just got <laughs> hit well, with a okay, nail Okay, no, I didn't. I was fine, but again, I got hurt earlier, so I was already a little tender, sore. I'd but been beaten up. I my, guess, no, I still jumped off on my last one. Yeah. So, yeah. My last one, this is when I got hurt. Same corner. <laughs> I was going too fast <laughs> down the last hill before turning, and I was like, I don't want to fall. Like, she was, it was about like to go same over thing the that like Megan like was kinda edge. So I wanted to jump off and like just like You should have learned from me. (laughs) Let's go. And I jumped and like the toboggan hit my elbow and like guys (laughs) it was so painful. Like I was genuinely concerned (laughs) that I like did something to my elbow. Like I was like laying if you saw my Instagram story, I was like laying in the snow, just like trying to be like, How bad is this? Like what is the I literally, like, on the train riding back down that mountain, it was like, so funny the inner PT your... in me was, like, trying to, like, see what my range of motion was, like, what was, like, I was, like, I don't think, like, my elbow range of motion is, like, hurting, because usually, like, if you hurt yourself, uh, like, a way that you could test that is just, like, seeing if you, like, can't fully extend or bend, like, your elbow, for example, that's what I'm talking about, so I was, like, it didn't hurt at any extent of, like, the range, so I was, like, I think it's fine, but I had a pretty freaking nasty bruise. It was, like, ended up just being a bruise. And I think it's pretty healed now. Yeah, it's fine. Um, My tailbone's still a little sore. If I <laughs> lean too far back, I'm like, oh, yeah, I hurt my tailbone. <laughs> I tried, like, the last day we were there. We So me and Sierra have this way that we crack our backs, which if you don't do this, it's going to sound like how on earth does this crack your back, but it's life-changing if you do ever figure out how to work this out, <laughs> how to do this. So if you, like, sit – I don't even know how to, like, describe this – sit, like, with your back up tall – and then you're going to like bring your knees into your chest a little bit. Sierra's like doing it right now, and you're going to just like you try kind of sit up. Sit up. If you're on the floor. I recommend doing this on like a rather hard floor if you can. And your knees are like bent at an angle, like feet on the floor, knees up together, and then you start leaning back. And like sometimes there's like that perfect sweet spot if you teeter back just right, where you your back be, like, like a strong back. your vertebra like drops and it's incredible. So that's how me and Sierra crack our back sometimes. And so towards our last night in Zurich, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but Sierra was trying to do that. I was like, oh, I'm going to try to do that too because I think my back could crack. I tried (laughs) sitting back and I just instantly like collapsed because I was like, oh my God, my tailbone is not okay. So that was how I remembered that I hurt my tailbone. All right. And then the last day we were skiing and guys no one tells you how freaking hard it is to carry skis we're gonna get to after skiing because i'm like megan's pro we skate sk- we stay on the bunny hills that was yeah. all our skiing was and um, i'm not trying to act like i'm a pro ski yeah woolly park is the place we went it's like literally for beginners the hardest part of the entire skiing experience was just trying to get to woolly park because uh we should have gone like, a different oh, way and like, we didn't someone's like oh it's like down the hill and i was like um, i can't ski down that hill that's a big hill. And I was like, there's, like, a cliff on the other side of that hill. There are cliffs. And I'm kind of like, I see these, like, four-year-olds going down these hills. and We I'm like, saw, like, two. I swear they were, like, three. I swear. They were tiny. And they, like, skied down the hill that we took to, like, get to Woolly Park. But then if you, like, keep going down the hill, you can keep going. And it's, like, an actual, like, run. And would be, like, close to the edge. And they're, to like, the, edge, the edge. And I was like, they should, like, back up because, like, they're going to fall. And they just, like, skied, skied down. over. And so it must continue on to... But it looked a like path but like I was like steep. you just fell off the cliff that's what it looked like to me anyways <laughs> I'm sure they weren't falling off the cliff because no one seemed concerned so anyways so after skiing we decided let's we rented all the stuff like that day we only got the skiing stuff for that day and this was our last day in Zermatt so we were like let's try and just like return everything before we really have to get back to our hotel because well, the issue is that we started to get like really uncomfortable with like in our ski booth at least I did so I didn't want to walk and, like, we also didn't want to carry all of our ski stuff to our hotel I think and then change into our if shoes. If I had to guess, and I'm bad at guessing distances, you guys, so take this with a grain of salt, I would say it was, like, probably half a mile to three-fourths of a mile walk with our ski stuff. Probably closer to half a mile. But, anyways, it was hard. Like, I don't carry skis very often. I was trying so many different ways to hold my skis to, like, make it any easier. And it was just, like, so difficult for me. So I came up with what I thought was a genius plan that looking back, it was the worst possible thing I could have done. And the easiest thing we could have done was probably just to all go back to the hotel and like bring our boots or something and go back and return our stuff. But I was like, here's what we're going to do. Sears, we're going to get to, um, we had to go back down a like cog railway thing to get back down the mountain. And then we like decided, okay, me and my mom are going to take all our ski stuff, like my skis, my ski boots, I guess I was wearing my ski boots, like that's what I was walking in, my ski poles, and then our mom's going to take her skis and ski poles, and then Sierra's going to give us her skis and ski poles, and she's just going to walk back to our hotel and get our boots, because that's where they were at, and me and my mom are going to take her skis and ski poles amongst the two of us, and we're going to meet at the place that we rented our ski stuff at. Because then we could just return them and have shoes to walk back in. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, like, we don't have Wi-Fi at all, so Megan had already, like, said, like, here's the way that you need to, like, walk back to the hotel. And then, like, she came up with their route. I thought. (laughs) We both went the wrong way, but we ended up figuring out how to get there. I I know, like, when I was walking back, I knew I was following her directions, but I was like, if I get lost, like, I'm going to have to freaking figure something out because I didn't have any service. Um, Which I thought I went the wrong way, but then I, like, looked and I was like, there's a hotel. So then I was like, sweet, I did it. So we f- saw how someone was carrying their skis and stuff. I will not even try to describe it, but it looked easier than what we were doing. So I had that in mind and I was like, okay, we'll do that for my skis. And then our mom will do that with, for, th- for, th-. oh, that was a tongue tie <laughs> for her skis. And we'll just like throw in, I'll take one of Sierra's skis and a ski pole. Our I'll take one of Sierra's skis and a ski pole and we'll just walk. And I thought it'd be easy. It was not easy, you guys. I can't tell you, it probably took us 20 minutes, I would say, and it really, like, when I Google maps it, it said it would take, like, 8 to 10 minutes, so it, like, literally doubled our time to try and get there. I was just exhausted. My mom was, like, falling behind. I was, like, I just genuinely thought, like, what would happen if I just, like, didn't return these skis? Because (laughs) I was, like, I just don't know how I can make it, and what didn't help was that I had this route that I thought that I knew was going to get us there, but we took a slightly different way because i was like oh this will work just fine <laughs> and so i was like getting to a point where i just didn't know where we were at and i was like how much not only how much is longer? it so hard but i don't know where i'm at and how much longer it's gonna take i felt like crying i'm <sighs> <sighs> okay, that's a little dramatic but it was getting place, exhausting and i literally was just like i went and checked first to like see if you guys had gone downstairs already because i was like maybe oh, i like, no. wanted to like drop them off like right away <laughs> so i was like okay like they're not down there and I was like waiting and it was like five minutes past and I was kind of like, where are they? Keep in mind, Cyril didn't have to carry anything. She just <laughs> walked with her ski boots. Back to the um, hotel. I had your guys' boots <clears throat> to carry to the place. And then I, I literally went back downstairs and looked again. And I was like, they're really not here, right? <laughs> and then I was like, I guess I'll just wait because I couldn't text them to be like, where are you guys? Because we don't have service. But I literally did text mine because I was just like, help. I don't know. <laughs> I figured... She'd see it at some point, but then I saw them come around the corner eventually, and I was like, ignore the text <laughs> that you're going to get. Um. So, yeah, it was good to finally drop the skis and then put on my different boots because it felt so bizarre to walk at first. It was so good, though. So free. It was good. It was good. Also, we watched Judge Judy in our hotel, and you will never guess what happened. You won't guess. Just, so our mom, well, first of all, we'll just tell it ha- as it happened, I guess, so we've been watching Judge Judy the whole time we were there because there's only really so many channels that are on in English. And, and I kind of like Judge, Judge Judy. Judy, so Sorry. it was it was good. And then for the next case came on, and our mom was saying, that kind of looks like Jim's sister, and Jim is our stepdad. And I was kind of like, okay, mom. Whatever. Cool. It's a girl with, like, a brown bob, so. And Whatever. I don't know really what his sister looks like, honestly. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So I was like, Okay. And she's like, no, like that really looks like Kathleen. And I was like, okay, cool. It probably isn't. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> and so then it's like, in and the then case I think she of, was like, no, I think it is her. And I was like, oh, there's no way that's her. And then she's I like, was like, how would you know? In the case of Kathleen O'Connor, and that's her name, you know, the record. <laughs> Judge Judy's pre- uh, public knowledge—that's and that's the record. And so I was like, what? <laughs> And then, I didn't fully hear it at that point, but then, so me and C were, like, listening at this point, because our mom was like, that is her, it said her name, and so we listen, and then they say it again, and we, like, screamed, because what are the odds of that? I didn't, apparently, Haley, our oldest sister, knew that she'd been on Judge Judy. Well, because our mom I didn't know she'd been on Judge Judy. Our stepdad, she was like, has your sister ever been in a Judge Judy episode? And he was like, yeah, like, a few years ago, but We've like we've never been able to find it. Something about a dog, apparently. Yeah. It, it was some case about a dog but I was like that is so weird that we were just like in was Switzerland just, like what are the odds yeah what are the odds um but after Zermatt what did we do next we took the train back to Zurich because Zurich was kind of our like hub we flew into Zurich went to Zermatt and then we went back to Zurich because that's where we flew out of to get to Nice and yeah. I don't think we really did anything that day we got back did we No, I think it was, we walked around a little bit, because, like, we went back and got Move and Pick ice cream, like, we just walked around and, like, did random stuff. Yeah. Alright, so we went to Nice, France. The weather was so nice there. Yeah, it was super... Like, you get there, and just, like, it was, like, 55. It got close to 60 the first day that we were there. So I was chilling, didn't bring my coat. actually got, like, low-key kind of hot. Yeah. When we were, like, walking on... Yeah. Uh, And we kind of we did this trip, like, the whole trip was honestly, like, rather on the fly, except for Zeromat was more planned out, but for the most part, we were just, like, doing what we felt like, kind of looking up some stuff as we were there, had some idea of stuff before going there, but we weren't trying to be too strict on anything, um, so the day before, our plane to Nice, I was trying to look up some of my stuff that we could do, just so we had, like, some ideas, and I was also trying to figure out, like, how to get from the airport to the hotel and stuff like that, and so we landed, first of all, We, our mom literally had an email from the hotel saying you can take the tram from the airport to the hotel, super easy, seemed rather self-explanatory. So we go outside the airport, we see the tram that we're supposed to take, we go to a thing to buy tickets, and it wasn't, it was telling us to insert something that we did not have and there was no place to put cards, and so we were just really confused. So then we went back to this ticket place back at the airport, and we were trying to like read science to figure stuff out, and then they had an app, but it was in an Android version, so we couldn't get the app ourselves. And then someone, like there was people at a ticket counter that we were like, maybe we'll go talk to them. But then a girl went in and like stood in line, and then no one called her up to talk to them. So then she left, so we were like, okay, we'll leave too. And then we went back into the airport, and there was an information thing, and we asked her how the trams worked, and she was like, trams aren't working today. I'm pretty sure that's what she said, and I didn't see a single tram going. So I think the trams were, were not working that day, and so instead, she just told us to take a taxi, and we did that, which was fine. Our taxi driver was really helpful, had some good information and stuff like that, so it was good. First day, we decided to walk along the, I think, I mean, we'd say promenade, but it might be promenade, promenade however you want to say it, I'm not sure, Um, along the Mediterranean Sea, uh, so it was Rocky just, like, Beach. a really nice walk, just, like... You know, I just enjoyed... It, I feel like the, when you first get to a city, it's just, like, nice to get yeah. out and walk around. And, Enjoy it. Like, it's nice when there's, like, an actually, like, good place to walk. So, that was actually the path that we had to take to get to the lookout that we wanted to go to, which was on Castle Hill. And it was kind of funny because Megan looked up directions on how to get there, and it was, like, some random blogger, I think. Like, it, was, it was, like, like a like, trip blog type thing. And they were, like, giving just, like, specific, funnily... Funnily, specific... Is that a word? I don't know. What? Funnily, like... It's I don't know. any funny. <laughs> funny oh. <as> <laughs> I don't know. I was picturing like a funnel and then like funnel Lee, and I was no. like, I don't know what you're saying, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Funny <laughs> instructions.
1: Well, I it was like, how specific theoretically, you could
0: get like Google Maps directions, but there wasn't like an address to this lookout thing. So they so. were like, walked in the promenade, promenade, I just don't know how to say this, and then they were like, then you'll see like what they say castle castle Bits. written in blue Castel. letters and then they're like then you should see this sign that says this like i just like feel like i was on a scavenger hunt i
1: like, mean to you can directions. see the
0: hill the entire time you're walking to it so we were heading in,
1: in that direction right. we
0: we're like we'll hopefully find the lift somewhere over here and then once we got over and the lift was free so that was nice yeah it was and it was there was also stairs which i applaud people that were taking the stairs up but we just took the lift and then there's like honestly it was a huge area on top of there. Every time yeah. we got to one spot they'd be like, Oh, you can keep going And so there's like lots of different lookouts. There's a waterfall thing and you can there's look at a the park. Port side. There's a little kiosk with food and stuff if you want. And then yeah, the port side definitely, in my opinion, was had a better view. Um just because like the Nice side it's all Nice, but the <laughs> other side with the promenade just was like a little harsher lighting just when we happened to be there so like the sun was shining on the port side and it wasn't on the other side so i just thought it looked brighter on the port side i just like looking at ports and water and boats and stuff too so that was nice it was free so that's always good and i think that for the most part the rest of the day we just kind of shops walked around again. a little bit they have different shops we were just exploring we were roaming the streets thing. and then we ate dinner at the hotel that night it was such a funny experience at the hotel. Like It was. Uh, We were, like, first of all, the only ones there at first. And so I was like, why is, like, no one else at this restaurant? But I guess, like, people showed up later there. I don't know if it's, like, a thing to eat dinner later. We were already eating at, like, 7.30. Yeah. So our – he was, like, a host, but he was also, like, our waiter. And he came to the table and he was, like, uh asking if he spoke French or Italian. We're like, no. So he's like, okay, well, this is interesting because – our menus, like, they just came in, and we don't have our English ones yet, so this is all in, like, French and Italian, so I'm gonna translate for you, so he graciously translated the entire menu, which even then, I was still, was like, I don't fully know what you're saying, so I was, like, as he was saying things, I'd be like, yes, I think I could could eat that, and, like, when he was done, I was like, okay, I think I can order something that I'll like, which actually was really good, Um, even though we were, like, dogging on the food earlier, this was genuinely a good place to eat, yeah. And then our mom, she got something. I think we all liked our food. And it's funny. One comment that he made. Because uh, Meg and I didn't drink this entire trip, like, genuinely, just because we, like, didn't Like, the drinking age of 18, it. and it's just, like, we just didn't. So, we ordered Coke there, and he was like, ah, American Bordeaux. So, I thought that was a funny comment.
1: Um, um
0: we'll skip around a little bit. Uh, next day, honestly, nothing, inc- like, crazy to remark. I think we just did a lot of walking, and then that night, we found out our PT school decision, which was probably a highlight of that day. Yeah. And then the last day, we decided that we wanted to go to Monte Carlo, Monaco, just because we figured we might as well go to another country. And so uh, the day before, I just looked up how the train thing worked, got a pretty good idea it's crazy what to looking expect. It's crazy from the first day when we were, like, trying to figure out the trains, like, we, and like at the airport, we were like, do we press the button? Should we get on? Like, like everyone was running on the train, and I was like, if I get on the train, it's going to cut Start me off. Start moving. <laughs> yeah. And... We just got so much more comfortable with using the public transportation. And so we had to go to a different train station because like it was a train and not the train that runs through Nice. And yeah, we paid for our tickets, got on the train. It was only like a 25-minute ride or so to Monaco. And then we did a lot of walking in Monaco because there's a lot wow. of stairs. And I needed to use my inhaler. Once or twice, because I was so yeah. out of breath. The port, again, there's a port in, like, Monte Carlo, so I really liked being, like, walking by that, and just, it was pretty nice weather there, too, so. Uh, we walked up to, like, I don't know, the other side of the port where, like, the Princess Palaces, uh, got a look outside that, and then we also went to the aquarium that was there, so that was really cool. And Haley loves aquariums, and so I think she was jealous that we were there. It mm-hmm. was so cool. If you look up the aquarium in Monte Carlo, it's, like, on, like, a cliff or, like, the ledge, and so yeah. you can't see it when you're on it because you can't look at it from the yeah. ocean, but it was still cool, and there was, like, a couple different lookouts where you could still see into the ocean, so, or the Mediterranean Sea, if people don't like to call it the ocean, I don't know. Yeah, you get really, like, triggered when people call something, like, the mm-hmm. ocean when it's not. Some people do that. They're like, like that's it's that's not people, the ocean, that's the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, and I'm like, it's, calm down, it opens into the ocean, it's, it's all chill, okay. It's fine. Um, and then... The next day, we returned back to Zurich, because, again, that was our home base, and we decided to just keep it chill. We went to the Zurich Zoo, and it started raining a little bit there. That was probably, honestly, like, the worst weather we had on the trip. Yeah. And, honestly, pretty lucky. still not,
1: like, not pretty lucky, considering it was,
0: like, like considering it was winter, you probably don't really know what to expect in Europe in the winter, because that's, like, kind of the off-season. And I just want to say, everyone, like, we me, <clears> were mentioning we are going to, like, Switzerland. They're like, don't you want to go somewhere warm? It was exponentially warmer over there than it was over here. We came back, and it was, like, zero degrees out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I am in for a shocker." It's cold. <laughs> it was really nice. We walked out of the Chicago airport, and I was like, oh, my God. It, it's freezing. The wind was brutal. It was bad. But, yeah, that was kind of our trip. Anything, like, do you think there's anything interesting about coming back in customs and stuff? Do you want to talk about eating kids? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, well, that, too. Uh, on the way back. There was a kid that sat behind us on the 10-hour flight, and he was, like, kicking our seats and, like, playing cars, and it was really annoying. And the other thing is, at the gate, since it was obviously not, like, an EU domestic-ish flight in Europe on the way back, and it was, like, Switzerland to the U.S., obviously, we had to show our passports at one point, and then the U.S., is like, again, super strict on international flights entering the U.S., and so it was, like, at the gate, you also had to do passport check there, and again, we'd like, we have gone from the Bahamas to the US, but we didn't have to do anything like this. And so everyone had to line up prior to boarding and get their passports checked. And the guy would ask a couple questions and I don't know what he asked our mom fully, but then Sierra was in front of me and our mom was already done. And Sierra went up to the guy. You can explain because it's your story. Yeah. <laughs> so I went up and he was like, where, like, are you traveling from? And I heard my mom say Zurich when he asked her. So I was like, Zurich. And then he was like, where from like, where in Zurich? And I was like, my head was like running like a million miles. And I was like, what does he mean? Where in Zurich? And the only thing I could think of was like, old town was like kind of where we were staying. So I like said old town and he's just like, well, like where? And he just like kept being like, where? And I was like, what do you mean? He'd be like, like where? And I was like, what do you mean? And I tried to like ask my mom and then like, she like tried to come up and he's like, ma'am, she has to answer me herself. And then I was like, do you mean like the hotel? And I swear he kept saying me, like, like, where? And I was just like, the Marriott. <laughs> but then he, like, let me go. And I was like, And then okay. I was just like, I went out to to the, like, I was next in line. So I was like, I guess that's what I'm going to say when he asked. But he was just like, are you just with them? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he just stamped my thing and let me go. So that was our experience coming back. So that was our trip <laughs> to Europe. Hope you guys enjoyed. Lots of vlogs will be coming, covering this whole trip. So anything that you wanted to see happen that we talked about, you probably, probably will. get to. Anyways, um, make sure you guys check out our merch. That's always linked in uh, the episode details as well as our Instagram bio. So whatever's easiest to you, um, just, you know, it really helps us out, supports the podcast. And I think we have cute designs, so. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Uh, they're also listed in the episode description. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.